The clock is now running on the Playbook Podcast, the podcast where you take a deeper dive into the game of business, leadership, teamwork, character, the things that drive your motivation and build dedication. When you get a good look at the game plan of great business leaders, you start to formulate your own playbook and your own rise to the top. Make your next play your best play. And now, here are today's game captains, Glenn Amorell and Andy Phillips. Let's go! All right, and welcome back to the Playbook Podcast. I'm Andy Phillips. Joining me, as always, is my uh, partner in pod, Glenn Amorell. Glenn, how you doing? I'm doing great. We have a great guest today, which Glenn will introduce here in about a minute. But to start off, we got to do our pregame warm-ups, uh, which for us, it's our way to kind of get our brains working, get our vocals working. So, Glenn, I got a question for you. I'm ready. It's pretty simple. And I'm, let's keep it more business related, but in life in general, too. Are you a grudge holder? Do you find yourself to be a person that holds grudges? No. I do not. <laughs> I'm definitely not a grudge holder. I, I always like to see the good in people. So I have a hard time holding a grudge, which I guess can make me maybe vulnerable and naive. But, um, you know, some people, they, they just carry it around. You know, it's like a baggage and, and I don't ever want to be that person. So I'll continue to look for the good in people. And even when they do me wrong, just hope for the best, you know, and just well, be. You know, forgive but not forget, right? You're a bigger man than I am. <laughs> All right. Well, I got a question for you. Um, you were probably about my size in eighth grade, and um, you've always had a disdain for bullies, which I find admirable. Is that, tell me a little bit about uh, those feelings and how you can relate that to the workplace. Yeah, so I, I, I've always just hated anyone who got bullied. I always tried to stick up for him growing up. I just, I don't think any kid should go to school scared. I don't think anyone deserves to be talked down to in life in general. So I obviously I've always had that. I think the workplace is the same thing. I think it goes right along the lines with it, you know, kind of workplace environment. No one should go to work and feel like, uh, downplayed, feel like they're being bullied, feel like they're less than anyone else there. And I think ultimately that's a, how you should treat humans and B how is the best way you can build a team as well, which obviously in the workplace is so important. Absolutely. Well, um, we have a great, <clears throat> great guest today. We have uh, my friend, uh, Charlotte Conroy, who's the managing partner, director of marketing business development at Recent Communications and also a mother to uh, Cam and Cece. We, so you can see she's got her plate full and I'm pretty exhausted just uh, looking at her, uh, <laughs> at her resume. So um, uh, we're going to kick right in with some questions. Charlotte, how you doing, Charlotte? Yeah, doing good. I'm excited to be here. This is exciting. I'm I'm happy for you guys on this playbook podcast. Love the I sports know, theme, right? so Thank I'll be you. bringing the heat. Hopefully, all right. I'm ready. We'll bring it right back at you. <laughs> so, it. you know, you're um, you know, a smaller family owned business, which is great. How do you compete? You know, in the telecommunications world, um, with the giants and the the larger companies out there. Yeah, I, I love this question. And I didn't even give that to you as like a little layup here. But <laughs> a big thing that we're talking about this year is say no to big telecom. And it's just funny because it resonates with so many people. For us, we're now celebrating our 21st year in business. Uh, my father-in-law started it back in 2000 and bringing a lot of kind of that legacy telecom experience. But more than ever now, you hear no matter what business or industry or your role, cloud, VoIP, 
these buzzwords that through this pandemic, our big competitors, and I'm not going to name drop because I don't want you to go to their websites, but you know who they are. (laughs) They're huge. They're spending billions of dollars on marketing. So for us, being able to find our difference, it really is our partnership approach. It's our responsive support. It's everything that you do not get with these big guys. And it's unfortunate because they're the names that small and mid-sized businesses and nonprofits hear about, see the advertisements, you know, and explore because it sounds really enticing of price and functionality. And then you sign up, all good. You're seeing advertisements saying, oh, we have 400,000 customers join XYZ company. You're like, oh, so I'm literally a number of 400,000. No wonder why I wait on on support for hold for 25 minutes just to repeat myself. You know, (laughs) so for us, it, it really is trying to find these more regional, uh, I don't want to say local because we have customers, you know, all throughout the, the country, but somebody who really wants a true technology partner with a solution like phone calls that they need to, to use every day to keep their business and nonprofit running. Awesome. That's a great yeah. answer. Yeah. That's Andy? awesome. I'm sure, like, like you said, everyone can relate to, you know, when you're one of that many people, obviously the service is uh, maybe not the priority. So for you guys, that's a phenomenal uh, you know, asset you have. Now, it is. 2020 into 2021 has obviously brought some crazy <laughs> times for people <laughs> and businesses and COVID-19 has really affected a lot. And, you know, talk to me about, you know, every industry was affected in a different way, which means you have to go about your business in different ways. Um, the insurance world probably was affected in different ways than your world. Tell us how COVID-19 truly affected um, the way you guys went about your business and the way you've maybe handled things moving forward. And has it helped, you know, helped you guys realize more things that you're still going to use even when the pandemic is hopefully behind us? Yeah, I think that's a really powerful question. It kind of goes to your first question of how we're different because with an industry that we provide real-time communications, whether it's cloud-based or you have a phone system at your office and how do you keep your team connected? How do you stay connected to your clients, your patients, your customers, whatever you want to call them, right? Depending on your industry and being able to work anywhere. And so I think a big thing in the industry is, you know, people were now realizing that they need to have these solutions in place because a lot of businesses and nonprofits didn't. But I think more and more it's helping to leverage the technology to really find the best fit for the challenges different businesses face. Not everyone needs to have the, this high-end technology to keep them connected all the time, but a lot do. And I think what we are seeing is the value of having flexibility in technology, but also goes back to when you needed to hurry up and work from home, did you have a responsive provider to make sure that you can get everybody connected at home? And if you have challenges or questions or issues, did you get that support or are you just kind of alone feeling on an island? So I think that the industry and you've probably seen advertisements, they're, they're leveraging this opportunity to provide enhanced technology to allow people to work anywhere, but right. you still have to find the right fit. And for us, it's really been sure. We want to grow our business, get new clients and, and help people and businesses, but spent so much time throughout this pandemic in 
focusing even more on our existing clients and making sure that they have what they need to work remotely, um, have what they need to still have some people in the office, some people at home across the state, across the country. And it really did test our whole commitment to support and service. And I feel really proud that our, some of our clients that didn't really need to call or email us for things, they, they did. And they experienced what we talk about and we really are walking the talk. And I just really think it's deepened our partnerships with our existing clients and deepened our ability even though you call us a small business, uh, we have the capacity and expertise that a lot of our industry competitors, they do a great job selling and marketing, but once they have clients, they're not servicing them. So they're, the turnover there is so high. For us, we have customers and clients and partners, for that matter, that have been with us for 20 years. We've been in business. So I think it's pretty powerful. Didn't walk awesome. the walk. Now, um, Charlotte, um, the two of us are on uh, ambassadors for the mainline chamber of commerce, yes. which is great. So we get to help connect people and, and help them grow their business. Mm-hmm. How has um, these membership uh, affiliations helped you with your business development over the years? Yeah. And, and yes, we met through the mainline mm-hmm. chamber. So shout out to the mainline uh, chamber awesome. over there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. We met like close to three years ago. So really building our, our friendship and, and partnership and really sharing insight. But I really feel strongly with any networking membership group or whatever you want to call it. It's, it's really all about finding partnerships, finding friendships, finding people that you enjoy talking to. Of course, at the end of the day, you would love to have someone say, Hey, I, I have a, a business that's looking for a new phone system or their support from their current provider stinks. Can you talk to them? Of course, I want that. But more than that, it's finding people you get along with that you want to spend time with and that have similar interests, similar mindset of business and just how you go about your personal life as well. And I feel like being part of different groups, I strive to find those people that I I really enjoy talking to and feel invested in making connections for them that I'm like, hey, you know what? You should talk to to Joe or Frank because I feel like your personalities would mesh you know, right. maybe you don't hand business off to each other. I mean, sure, that that is the, the very end goal. But just making those connections for people and feel like you're adding value um, because you never know what your, your career path is going to bring. So sure, you're trying to build your business here sure. and now, but it's all about the personality and, and connections, I feel like. Yeah, you got to be, uh, you know, who you mesh with uh, the best because, yeah, I guess a uh, a friend of many, as a wise man once told me, right? <laughs> that was Andy, is a, a friend of none, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, you can spread yourself too thin. That exactly. doesn't mean you can't be there for people. Right. But, uh, you know, really great answer. And, and the you know, the relationships are awesome. Yeah. And yeah. relationships really matter too because if the angle is to, you know, have a business relationship and get some opportunity that way, is very, you can't like just fake it up until that point like you actually have to have genuine common interests and goals and your personalities have to mesh so that's that's very true yeah it's so true and i I actually just got off a call with someone who this is the third time we talked because someone made an introduction they're like oh i think your personalities will mesh or you should meet so and so and it's like he and i had this conversation i'm never going to turn down like you guys you're not you're never going to turn down an introduction to somebody sure you'll you'll spend some time talking but that doesn't mean that they're 
someone you really enjoy, you're going to continue following up. It's like, sure, I can meet all these people, but like continuing to grow solid friendships, partnerships, and just being around good people that agree with, you know, your mindset and, and just life is. And your values. That's, that's, that's and a your great values. Really yeah. Is. Yeah. That's why me and Glenn have been like best friends. I, you know, we you're saying. Good old days. We used to go yep. out to networking events. It was great. We, you know. Great sense of humor. I mean, so it's a, it's a <laughs> too high cracking energy jokes, people. cracking yeah. weird jokes, <laughs> weird or not, inappropriate or not, whatever. <laughs> uh oh, <laughs> no way, not Glenn. radio edit. No. Oh, oh, did I just say that? No. Oh, did I just say that? All right, we got the last question of the first half here. The last play of the first half. Right. Now this one, you can go personal, you can go business, um, you really, really whatever you want to do, um, but. Everyone has a rock bottom. Your bottom might be further down than some people's, but everyone has a rock bottom. And sitting where you are today, you've clearly climbed out of that rock bottom. Explain to us in as much or little detail as you want what your rock bottom moment was and what it taught you to then have the fight to climb out of that situation and be where you are now. Yeah, I I, I think this is an interesting question. And I, I have to say I'm super blessed in my life that you know, I've had the family and friends and career path and opportunity, but I do think I'm going to take it to the business route versus personal on, on this. And, you know, after I graduated undergrad in 2009 and it was like, we had close to a depression trying to find job and all this stuff in, in my field, which was marketing. And I was networking with friends and family and you never know who you you meet. So I was able to get my foot in the door at a, a pretty large corporation where I worked my way up. I was there for almost six years. And the amazing experiences, the the leadership opportunities I've had, traveling, you know, through the country, out of the country, just but it was nonstop. It was 24-7. At the time I wasn't married to my now husband Greg. I didn't have kids. You know, we we had a dog at that point. And it was like, okay, I can do this. But I just feel like it came to a point where I'm like, is this really what I want to be doing? Sure, I'm getting paid a ton of money and I'm traveling and presenting at presenting to literally president of a Fortune 500 company and all of these things that sounds like, oh, cool, like here's your job. And it's like, do I really, do I really want to do this? And so I feel like it came to a point where I, you know, sat down with my husband. And I'm like, I don't love this. You know, what? what do we got going on else? Like I was starting to think about exploring, you know, other opportunities. And then, you know, again, his dad started the business here at recent. And so it's like, Oh, well, did you ever think about joining our, our, our company? And I was like, at first I was like, no, no way. Like, we're not going to work together. I'm not working with your dad. I'm not like, nah, selling phones. Nah. <laughs> um, but I feel like it really put a lot into perspective of being able to work for, you know, a smaller local company that's truly offering um, value to to right. people and businesses. And and I, w- I knew we wanted to start a family. So it's like, how do you take those amazing experiences in corporate America and come back to build build our, our local business? And so that's kind of what we that's did a, and what we're doing. It's uh, Yeah, I can going from one life to the other and yeah. having to leave something that would sounds so good to anyone you talk to about yeah. it 
but ultimately you're the one going through it. So what is actually going to fulfill the needs that you want? So that's pretty cool. You were able to, you know, make that decision and clearly you're happy with it. Yeah. Oh, and so are I, we. I would never turn back. Yeah. And so are we. Yeah. I will. We wouldn't have met now. I, I know. Right. Yeah. You know, life is a, you know, a series of, uh, curious, uh, you know, pathways for yeah. sure. Yeah. Butterfly. Alrighty. Effect, right. <laughs> First half was awesome. I know the second half is going to, if it's anything close to that, it's going to be great. But we are now at halftime. We're in the Playbook Podcast. We're relating this to sports. This is halftime. We're only going <laughs> to... Yeah, exactly. We're only going to have... somebody bring Gatorade out? <laughs> I know. This is Gatorade in a cup, right? What color is it? There you go. We're only going to have a couple minutes. Um, this is speed round. These are questions unrelated to business. Let's get to know you. Uh, uh, you know, Charlotte, the person more so than the, than the than the businesswoman. So speed round. If you have an explanation quick, feel free to do it. If you don't, I'm moving on. Okay. Okay. Are, are you ready to play speed round? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. As a former basketball player at the college level, would you have rather played man to man or woman to woman defense? Or would you rather sit back in a zone? I think I know your, your answer. But I'm curious. Absolutely. Man to man, woman to woman. Right. There you go. Because <laughs> you're competitive, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that. That's anyone playing zone. You're just you're lazy. Yeah, that's you're, what you're, it is. And, the same and if you put zone on me, I'm going to pull a jumper in your eyeball. So, OK, there we go. There we go. <laughs> now, that's the first nice. question of speed round. Good God. All okay, right. Here we go. Next one. Favorite musician or band? Oh, so tough. I listen to literally everything. If I had to say it's Fallout Boy. F.O.B. Oh, OK. It's a throwback for. Yeah. Alt Nation over here. Okay. All right. Favorite sports team? Sixers. Okay. No question. I mean, I should, I should, I they work in their way, but I'm, I'm always been a Sixers fan. Favorite athlete? Oh, Kobe. R.I.P. Today. R.I.P. Today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy sad. Yeah, man. All right. Um, if you were wrongly convicted of a, a crime that put you on death row, what would your final meal be? Oh, hands down. Pika's Pizza. I'm a Delco girl. Represent. <laughs> so me and Glenn did this earlier. Mine was pizza as well. I did sales. Shout out to Allentown. Oh, okay. Never had Fa- it. Your favorite book or your favorite podcast? We'll give you either one. Whichever one you want to give us. Um, I have a book. It's called Difference by Bernadette Jiwa. It's about marketing strategy. And I, I read that uh, years ago. And to be honest with you, I haven't read a book in uh, three and a half years now because I have two children and <laughs> good luck. Does Cosmo <laughs> magazine count? There you go. You can give that. that, If that's what you want to give us, go for it. All right. First car you ever owned. Not the first one you ever drove. We would prefer your make model if you have those. Okay. Well, this is is an easy one. Toyota Corolla. Um, My dad promised me that if I got on the dean's list in high school for every quarter, he would buy me a car because he kind of didn't think that that would happen. And then I did. I made him sign a piece of paper. And then I waited a couple years uh, to get that until I actually graduated from college. So um, didn't <laughs> Twitter Girl was probably like a 2009, and I had I had her I called her the Silver Bullet for like six years. So hmm. you say you have well a name done, for it. Well That's done. Awesome. Yeah, drive drove a little fast, but not anymore because now I have kids and I have to be like really responsible. Based on time, I'm only going to do one more question in the speed round. All right. If you came back in another life as an animal, what would you want to be? Do dinosaurs count? They were here at one point. Go for it. <laughs> I'm going to go with a raptor. All My right. son loves dinos. I'm obsessed now, too. 
I knew there had to be a reason that one makes sense. All right. There's the speed round. Halftime's over. We're going to get right into the second half. We got about 10 minutes left with Charlotte, who's been dynamite so far. These are more focused on leadership and experience, more so than maybe the business up, up front. Being a former athlete, as we talked about, how did that help you translate into the real world? I know I have some answers for this as well, but I'd love to hear uh, what yours are because there's a laundry list that I'm sure could apply to this question. Yeah, I love that question. And I actually am a big LinkedIn fan. I post a lot there. And I actually, uh, a picture came up 15 years ago. Was, I was playing in it first appearance NCAA for uh, D3 women's basketball. And I wrote this whole thing about these top eight attributes. And for me, it's teamwork. It's being coachable, practicing when no one's watching, improving. I mean, time management, handling pressure. I mean, like you, Andy, like you could, there's a list that goes on, but I think so much of that translates to the business world and not to say formal athletes are not amazing professionals. And, but yeah, there's just so many things that you can just, you don't have to teach someone to have those characteristics and drive. Um, so I think it's just really powerful to have that. They're instilled in you from day yeah. one at any program you go to. So, I mean, I agree. I think the time management, uh, being able to work as a team, the working when no one's watching might be the biggest one. Yeah. It's, I mean, I mean, geez, you know, no matter what sport it is, you're, you're working on your skills behind closed doors. That's what counts. And you get out and it's game time. So, you know, whether you're whatever role, whatever industry you're in, um, you know, learning things when, when you're not, you know, being told to do so, or when you're not required, it's just building your, your skills that much more. hundred percent. Yeah. All right. Now, next question I have for you. How do you uh, balance being a um, business leader and a mother? Yeah, that's that's <laughs> a good one. I just feel like I, I never was interested in, in not working and not being in the business world. I love being able to do both. Um, very fortunate that I have the flexibility to, to do both. And I think being in business and being a mother, it's just strengthening each of them because learning things like really building my patience up with a mm -hmm. three and a half year old. Um, it's also building patience when, you know, you talk to someone that might have a tone with you or might not think similar to what you're trying to solve for them. So it's really helping both attributes of my life, but it's, it's challenging, but I love it. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. You've had a lot of experiences, whether it be school, sports, work, outside of that. I'm sure you have a few mentors that you've leaned on uh, to get to where you're at. Best advice you've ever received from a mentor? I say ever, but I, if you forget one, it doesn't have to be number one in case somebody gets mad at you for not using their uh, advice here. <laughs> yeah, I think one that I take from when I was in the corporate world, I want to call it, I was only about a year into my role. And um, I was asked to come to Atlanta where one of our divisions were to present to the president of the division. And it was like, you know, a lot of pressure, but I really worked my way up. And, and before we went into the meeting, I was like up all night prepping and, and the mentor at the time, she was like, you know what, it doesn't matter what your title is, what, what pay grade you are go in and, and act the way you want to be portrayed. It doesn't matter what it is on paper. Like it's all about mindset and how you present yourself. And that just stayed with me. And, you know, using terms as like title and pay grade are kind of in the corporate world, but it, it just, mm -hmm. it relates to no matter where you are in life and business. It's 
the confidence. It's how you represent yourself. And, and I think that was really great advice. That's, That's a really awesome. great takeaway. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, at the end of the day, your title doesn't tell you how you should act. Right. It kind of, it might give people a sense of entitlement in a sense or mm-hmm. the opposite, but right. yeah, exactly. I think that's phenomenal. I mean, yeah, you it, can really, make an- it really stayed with me and it was like, you know, and, and then it comes to being a business leader and we have employees and you're working with, and it's, you all want to be treated as equal. It doesn't matter what your title is, what your role is. Like, let's all be good people and respect each other and, and do what's best for the business and all your clients and partners. So it, it just relates to everything. Right. That's great advice. Hopefully uh, some of our listeners will take, uh, take that advice to heart for sure. Yeah. It's like lean in is Sheryl Sandberg's book, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So now we know uh, it's a family business and you work with your husband. How do you, uh, that's a great question. How do you balance that? You know, working with a spouse is a challenge. Yeah, like I kind of said in the beginning when the question about rock bottom and working in corporate America, I never thought that I would have joined our the, the family phone biz over here. So when I did, I was just used to working nonstop. So we actually had to like cut that off pretty quickly because I would be like 11 o'clock. I'm like, hey, so I was thinking and he's like, please, we need to like have <laughs> right. some balance. So I feel like we've done a really good job Um kind of nights and weekends, really, obviously we have two children, so you're not able to just talk about business nonstop, but it's, it's our livelihood and it's our passion. So we can't help when it kind of blurs into, you know, real life or family time, but I think we do a good job. And our new thing is, Mm. you know, just send an email to me or put something on my calendar for Monday morning or something. And then let's, let's focus there. But we're always thinking about the business, how we can be better and, and be the best that we can be. So yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, you have to yeah. set aside some time that you just try to push it away a little bit. Right. Yeah. And it's a challenge, but it, it's awesome to have that partner in life that he's my husband, my friend, father. So it's, it's really great. That's fantastic. Yeah. It, and you know, I was thinking this too. Sometimes when you're done with work for the day and everyone goes home and you don't have something answered and you don't have anyone else you can vent to that understands it, yeah. at least you have that. You guys can almost still, if you really want to solve a problem or solve an issue or have conversations, you get that. But at the same time, when you shouldn't and you need a break from it, I'm sure the kids are a great distraction. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> they sure are. <laughs> All right, so we're at the point for our last play of the game, our best play, and this is our Hail Mary. This is the play that we call the question that we ask to end uh, each podcast now because we think it's an awesome way to, you know, for you to almost give back to anyone who was in your spot when uh, you were younger. And, uh, you know, it's a way for you to talk to yourself, but also it's a way for you to talk to anyone who's listening who uh, maybe is a, a younger Charlotte Conroy. So, Last question of the podcast, last play of the game. If you had to give 22-year-old Charlotte one key to success or word of advice, what would it be? You don't think I'm 22? (laughs) You had to give 15-year-old Charlotte. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's an awesome question. You know, I think that a big thing is taking any experience, whether good or bad, happy or sad, and just learning, learning from it. And I just feel really strongly about that. And I think it translates to personal relationships, business, no matter what. It's just, you know, 
be blessed and feel grateful every day. And if you have a bad day, something goes wrong, like just learn from it and improve. And it kind of goes back to that athlete mindset. It's like, okay, you have a bad game. So what are you going to do about it? How are you going to get better? You know, take the loss, turn it into a lesson. I love it. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, Charlotte, this has been a great episode. And every time, whether it's on a podcast or on a phone conversation in person, I always learn something from you. So in a way, you're like a mentor to me. At times. Oh, so thanks, Glenn. I really appreciate all you've done. Um, yeah. I want to give you 30 seconds. Um, you know, Tell us how we can get a hold of you. Tell, tell our listeners what you do. And yeah. uh, then we'll end it. Awesome. No, and I appreciate it, guys. This has been amazing to talk about business and and personal. I mean, that's it. We talk about building relationships and trust. So uh, hopefully people got to know me a little better. (laughs) But yeah, no, recent communications, like I mentioned, we've been around for 20 plus years now. Uh, We're a full service regional telecom company uh, without being too complex. We do phone solutions, phone systems, phone service, call center, uh, mobile apps, anything to keep your business or nonprofit connected. That's what we do. And we're different because we take support, partnership, service, extremely serious. And uh, that's, that's our biggest difference. So you can catch me, uh, Recent Communications. It's recentcom.com. Find me on LinkedIn, Charlotte Conroy. And I uh, would love to connect and, and see if there's a way to just build partnerships and help each other. Well, that's great. Well, thank you uh, for listening to this episode of The Playbook with Andy and Glenn and, of course, uh, Charlotte. Thank uh, you, Charlotte. Please reach yeah, out no, to thank us. Thank you, and, guys. And, and comment, uh, you know, on our platforms, whether it's LinkedIn or uh, Stitcher or however you get this podcast. And, uh, you know, we're open to suggestions uh, who you'd like to get some uh, some quality information, some steals, and we could do the scouting for you. 